Just a quick question as I begin, because I'm curious. How many of you are wearing a piece of clothing today that you received for Christmas? Anybody? Just one. I had a hunch it was going to be more. I, I am too, yeah. Do you like getting clothes for Christmas? Yeah, I think clothes for Christmas are good. Um, you know, always an upgrade to a wardrobe. I think it's a good thing. I've always thought it's exciting to get clothes for Christmas. Uh, we always open Christmas presents on Christmas morning. And then the church where I grew up, we had a, a Christmas Day service. And so I actually always look forward to getting that sweater or that shirt or, or whatever it was so that I can go to church and just be like, you know, you feel a little differently when you get new clothes. You walk a little differently when you, you get new clothes. I think clothes for Christmas is a great gift. But I also realize that it's like a a progression of appreciation for clothes for Christmas, right? Because when you're a kid, if you, if you came up here today for the, for the children's message, maybe you're not agreeing with me that clothes are a great Christmas gift, right? I, I remember being a kid and you open up the gift and you never, I never remember saying, wow, thanks mom for these socks. That's really what I wanted, right? You don't do that. Even a shirt or, or pants, it feels like a very practical gift. Okay, mom had to get me these. Where's that thing that I had on my list? But as you get older, as you start to care how you look, as you put a little more effort into your appearance, as you care what other people think a little more, clothes for Christmas get to be a pretty good gift. In fact, if you get that, that right piece of clothing, it's the right style and the right fit and the right color, you like to wear that, don't you? So I think that's why I'm making my case that, that clothes for Christmas, it's a good gift even if you're a kid and you can look like that when you open it. Why am I talking about clothes for Christmas? Why does this matter? I think it underlines a basic truth. And the basic truth is this. What you wear matters. Would you agree with that? I think how you clothe yourself really matters. In this way. How you clothe yourself makes a difference in how you feel. How you clothe yourself makes a difference in how you act. Think about when you dress up for a nice wedding, right? And you're looking your best. You just walk differently. You just feel differently. How you clothe yourself matters. What you wear matters. And we know that, but here's the thing. God knows that too. Does it sound weird to say that what you wear matters to God? Well, in this way. It's not as important to God what you're wearing today as you come to his house, on your, what you're wearing on your body. That's not what I'm saying. It's, it's a metaphor. What God does care about is how you clothe your heart, how you clothe your living toward him and toward one another. So in your relationship to God, in your relationship to one another, what you wear matters. And that's why I kind of wanted you to get excited about clothes for Christmas because guess what God got you for Christmas? It's clothes. Maybe you're not as excited yet, but as we go through this text in Colossians 3, I believe that you're going to be excited because these are awesome clothes that God gives you for Christmas. So today what we want to do as we look at Colossians 3 is we want to see uh, what are these Christmas clothes that God got us? Why are they so awesome and, and how do I wear them? So let's take a look with that in mind. Let's take a look at the, these verses again. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, 
Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if, you, if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So what you wear matters. <clears throat> I think the fact that we all look pretty good this morning, the fact that we put some effort into how we look, there's some care into how we look, that, that shows something today, doesn't it? I think it shows love. Uh, first and foremost, I think it shows love to your God. Why do you get dressed up? It's because you care about someone, right? And so even what we wear gives praise to God. But I don't know if you ever think about this, and maybe this is strange to think about, but I think it shows love to one another too. The fact that you got all dressed up and you look so great today. Because I guarantee you that your brother or sister sitting next to you right now thought about you being here as they got ready this morning. They wanted to look good for you. And I know that's not the most important thing about worship, but it doesn't mean it's not important. I hope you know that as part of the worshiping family at peace today, that you are loved by the people here. As, as true as that is, though, it pales in comparison to how much you are loved by the God of all grace. If you want to talk about care, you want to put, talk about putting effort into you, think about your God. This blows our minds, but the Bible tells us before the creation of the world, God thought of you. And then when sin entered the world and, and, and his creation was ruined, God had you on his mind as he guided all of history up until just the right time where he could come into the world in the person of Jesus as that baby in Bethlehem to be our Savior. Jesus was living for you personally as he obeyed all of God's laws perfectly. Jesus had you on his mind and you on his heart as he offered his life on the cross as the, the just payment for sin. Jesus was thinking about you when he wanted this good news of his resurrection from the dead to go to all people throughout the world. He wanted you to hear that. And it's not just historic facts that I'm talking about. I'm talking about in your lifetime. In your lifetime, maybe God brought you to baptism where you were buried with Christ and then raised again to a new life. God reassures you of your loving relationship with him every time you hear his promises in the Bible, just like today, or every time you receive those promises in the Lord's Supper. You see how much care and effort God puts into this? Right up to this very moment, 9.30 on December 31st, 2023. Right up to this very moment, God's one concern was that you know and that you trust that you are his precious daughter. You are his precious son. You are forgiven. You are redeemed. You are set apart. You are holy in his sight and you are dearly loved through faith in Jesus. 
Do you know that? I wanted some, to spend some time to make sure you know that because that is the most important thing now as you look at these clothes that you get for Christmas. You are dearly loved. That's the key to these clothes. That's how our text starts out. It says, as God's chosen people. That's you. As people who are holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves. Okay, see, there it is. God says that what you wear matters. So what are your Christmas clothes? I'm not talking about that new sweater, new pants, new tie, new dress, whatever. I'm not talking about those things. What are your Christmas clothes? Well, again, knowing that it's a metaphor, our clothes that God gets us, that we can wear in our Christian lives, they're different from the clothes that we wear apart from God's love. Knowing that we are dearly loved people, we have these special clothes versus without God's love. It's as different as what you wear on a comfy, lazy weekend morning versus what you got dressed to wear today. Right? You're probably thinking of that outfit right now, right? The ripped, baggy sweatshirt that just fits so nice, the sweatpants, versus, you know, getting, getting this suit on and this tie. I can't wait to get off. Right? They're different kind of clothes. And there's a difference, too, because God's love, being a dearly loved child of God, changes you. It gives you different clothes. And the reason is, each of us, each of us has an old spiritual set of clothes in the closet of our hearts. And what, is, what are those clothes? To summarize them, it's sinful, selfish nature. And, and admit it, it they feel kind of nice sometimes and comfortable, and we like to go back to those things. In fact, there's a, if, if we would have read all of chapter 3 right before our verses, there's a list of these old clothes in our closet. Anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language, lying. God says, get those away. Take those off because I have got new clothes for you. And these new clothes that God gives us, they are so much better. They are so much more exciting that we want to put these on. So God says, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Whenever you have a list like this in the Bible, it's easy to just kind of get the general idea and move on. So I just want to ponder each of these things. Because these are your Christmas gifts from God. So, like, let's look at them. Let's, let's cherish them. Let's ponder them. Take a look at compassion, first of all. What is that? Compassion is this deep feeling of empathy that just wants to go into action to show mercy. What about kindness? Kindness is a loving disposition. It doesn't want to show harshness. Humility. It's an attitude. It places others in their welfare, even above self. Gentleness. Dealing with people tenderly. Patience. Willingness to hold out, to hold back. Even if there's injustice to you. Even if you're being provoked. Patience. They're beautiful clothes. They're so beautiful that this is what God's doing. God is actually re-gifting 
in the most amazing way. It's like God is going to his closet. These are his clothes. And he said, here, I want you to wear these. What a gift. Right? So, so what does it look like to put those on? It's easy for me to say, okay, now go clothe yourself. What does it look like, though? What does it look like in your everyday life to wear these Christmas clothes? First of all, remember why you have them. These are gifts of God's love. Right? So in view of God's love, what does it look like, uh, first of all, to have compassion? You know what you go through on a daily, weekly, yearly basis. Pains you have, challenges you have. Think about how God deals with you in those things. So how does that reflect in your dealing with others? Think about the people you interact with, people, people that you meet in a day. What's going through their minds? Are their heads spinning? Are their hearts hurting? As God does to you, you can have empathy. You can go into action to show mercy to them. That's compassion. Um, the next one is like kindness and, and gentleness. There are plenty of places where people can experience rudeness, coldness, um, harshness, right? It probably won't be very long after church today where maybe you're driving home and you'll experience that kind of thing. As God loves you, you can be the kindness and gentleness that somebody uh, can experience today. Uh, what about humility? I think the easy thing to do in a relationship with people is to assert yourself. Look at me. Here are my opinions. I think I'm right. I want you to hear me. And that creates some really difficult ruts. And they're hard to get out of in relationships, aren't they? So instead, how, how does God deal with us? Think about Jesus. We, we talked about it. He, he gave up heaven to come to this earth. He considered equality with God something not to be grasped, but gave him, made himself nothing for us, to, to redeem us. So in that spirit, we can prop up others as valuable, as important. That, that's humility. And finally, patience. Uh, again, what a virtue of God. We know as we try to show love for God, we're not perfect. In fact, we fail all the time. But God is long-suffering. He comes to us all the time and reminds us of Jesus and his forgiveness. We repent. He receives that repentance and gives us that forgiveness. And so as we deal with others, not everybody's going to be perfect all the time. And they may hurt us. And so we can receive their repentance and offer the same forgiveness that God gives us. What do you think of that, that outfit that God gives you? Those clothes. They're beautiful. Are you thinking, I can't wear that? That's, there's no way. It's too, too good. Right? Kind of like if, uh, if you were wearing like formal attire every day of your lives. Impossible. I can't do it. Can't get ready like that every day. And you're right. It does seem impossible, but that's why God saves the best gift for last. There's one more gift that he gives you, and it really goes back to the very thing that we started with. Over all these virtues, you know all these Christmas clothes you got? Now, put on love, and it binds them all together in perfect unity. This kind of love isn't just any kind of love. It's not the kind of love you hear about in songs on the radio. 
It's not the kind of love you see on bumper stickers. This is a special kind of love that really, truly, only God can give us and he has given us. It's the kind of love that we're talking about when it says that God so loved the world of people, you, that he sent his one and only son. The kind of love when we read about in the Bible that says, you know, when the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem, to buy back for himself people. The kind of love that Simeon recognized in the gospel when he's holding the God baby in his arms and says, this is my salvation, that kind of love. A kind of love that I would describe as um, self-giving not for any personal benefit, but for its own sake. It's the love Jesus has for you. And when you wrap yourself in that kind of love, all of a sudden, these other Christmas gifts aren't so hard to put on either. So that's why I say what you wear matters. That's why God says what you wear matters. I like new clothes for Christmas. I'm wearing a new Christmas tie today. Couldn't wait to wear it. Got some other clothes I'm going to wear this week. But the thing is, with physical clothes, you can't wear them every day because eventually they're not new and you're going to wear them out. That's the awesome thing about God's gift of clothes for Christmas. Every single day, you can get up and remember that you are a dearly loved child of God. Every single morning, you can get up and wrap yourself in the warmth of God's self-giving Love and forgiveness. And as you do that, every day then you can wear compassion and kindness and gentleness and humility as you live among one another. And as you do that, the same thing's going to happen. Like people notice when you're wearing your new Christmas clothes, people are going to notice you wearing these clothes from God. And when you do, you're going to be the best-dressed person in the room. So I hope you're excited for clothes for Christmas because that's exactly what God gives you and that's exactly what you wear in Christ. Amen.